Hello, and welcome to another video podcast. Don't do that. Don't this do is that. gross. If you feel like this a grape is... and you only have raisins, don't do that. You have two nostrils. This okay. wins right. the most disgusting episode so far. It's something that I still do, and I still do it and love it. Don't do that. Look, awards are great. Some are obviously more prestigious than others. This month, coming up right here on this podcast. Speaking of things <laughs> that you may not want to know. Come sit in somebody's lap. Don't do that. People know I hire talent sometimes, so I get 500 business cards at the conference too. Guess what? They stay in the room when I leave. They wanted a British accent. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And I don't have any samples with a British accent. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another VO podcast. And welcome back. It is another VO podcast. Here we are at uh, in near Nashville today. I'm Troy Holden. We are experiencing snowmageddon. We never have that here. Uh, six inches on the ground, six more inches coming possibly Saturday. And then Tuesday, it's going to be 58 degrees and it'll be mudageddon. So we'll, we'll start into that. Uh, Jake, Alden, how are you guys? Doing good. My lower back is killing me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. You've been to the gym, huh? I was at the gym, but I think it's because e- I busted out that e-learning gig yesterday. So, like, I recorded it all on Sunday, and then I literally, like, I think I was editing for, like, eight hours, I think. Oh. And I think just because I was just, I was just sitting in my chair consistently, where normally... You know, I'm not really at my desk a whole lot. I mean, like I have, I get notifications yeah. to my phone for auditions. So I, that's yeah. when I run in there. But I mean, I was at my desk like all day yesterday and oh. I think I'm paying the price for that. Poor Jake. He was busy. I know. Alden, you good? You good, <laughs> well, Alden? You got snowmageddon. We got Arctic tundra up here. We're, uh, yeah. we've had like two or three hours above zero in the last three or four days. Oh, wow. Geez. It's 11 here you right know, now, which is unusual. Yeah. I'm north of Kansas City. So... Uh, you saw the game on Saturday night was the fourth coldest start starting time, starting temperature for a game in yeah. NFL history. Wasn't it yeah. minus four? Felt like minus yeah. 27? Minus, yeah. The game Home started at minus did not work four. Out either. Gee, and it just kept getting colder the whole game. Yeah. And uh, it didn't stop when the game was over. It kept getting colder Sunday and then Monday. It just yeah. was. Uh, now, you, you guys know over in, uh, we've got somebody over in the green room. Yeah. waiting to get on yes. and i want to get him on in here because i know like everybody else he's busy busy sure, um, sure. jamie muffet is here hey jamie hey. what hey. up yay we we're Thank really glad to, really glad to have you here jamie is uh of course most of you will know who jamie is he, he's uh he's on with uh um, karen on the uh veal breakfast show nice and jamie is with atlas talent he's up in philadelphia uh we'll Try not to talk too much about married life and cable management. He's already kind of let us know a little of that. <laughs> but uh, Jamie's also a, a drummer, musician. Um, oh, he opened up um, RPS Audio this year. He does a lot of uh, production as well. He's just a nice guy. But what I really like about Jamie, he's got the best snarky, sarcastic sense of humor. And I love that. <laughs> I love how he's so quick sometimes. And he says things and I love how he just says things. But yeah. Jamie, we're glad to have you today. 
Well, you're setting the bar way too high for this interview. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right, be Uh, funny, Jamie. Let's hear it. Uh, Our our listeners are used to it, though. We set the bar (laughs) high, and then we just... Unless I interrupt them. Prepare for disappointment. This is (laughs) going to be very underwhelming. (laughs) Oh, no, it's going to be No, they're going to love it. (laughs) There's there's so many things, though, that that you are involved in that we want to talk about. And one of the big things is uh, vocation, and that's coming up, the live version. The live tropical version is coming up. And I had the... The wonderful, wonderful opportunity to come to Evocation last year, and I loved it. I, you know, I oh, thought, good. I don't know, I don't know how this online thing's going to work, but I tell you, I was, I loved it. Um, it was enjoyable. I took away tons of of lots of applicable things I could put into my business. So, uh, kind of let us know how the the concept came around. Let's do a VO conference about the business side. Where did you guys? How did that start? Well, uh, the conference is run by myself and Karen Gilfrey, as you mentioned, and um, we first connected, oh, I don't know when that was, 2017, something like that, and I had just left New York, and Karen was in New York, and she had started this group in New York that got sort of became this huge behemoth of, uh, you know, uh, classes and events and, you know, great community. And uh, which is annoying because I just left and missed it, (laughs) Um, which is funny because there was never any community of voice actors in New York before. Well, while while I was there, there was just nothing. Um, That's surprising. Yeah, right. You know, L.A., very, very communal and they do lots of things. But New York was, I don't know, everyone's just too grumpy and focused on their own track, (laughs) which I kind of appreciate. I kind of like that. But. Um, I'd had, I'd started the, um, VO school podcast, which I began, um, just after I left New York. And that was a podcast that was a progressive, um, um, what's the word, uh, a course essentially on starting out in voiceover, each episode building upon the last covering different subjects, different guests in each week to talk about whatever that subject was. And I'd built up a little bit of a a following, essentially, because of that. And so we got together and were talking about how there was no conference in New York, like for voiceover and, and apart from her little, you know, events every now and again, there was nothing that was like a big bash that anyone could go to. Mm. There, was, uh, there was something for audiobooks, but no, nothing else. Um, I guess Sovest did a thing every other year as well. But um, so there was nothing consistent. So we're like, well, there's a bunch of conferences out there already. Why, why would we just do something that's already out there? And we were like, well, what do voice actors spend the majority of their time doing? It's the business of voiceover, trying to get more work, hustling, following up with clients, invoicing, taxes, all this kind of stuff, building a website. That's the stuff that voice actors spend the majority of their time doing day in day out and is the thing that is quite mysterious you know right um also when you go to a regular conference you know your vo atlantas one voices um there are all these very attractive performance focused classes that everyone wants to go to and are drawn to and the business focused ones are kind of like uh why would i Right. Why would I yeah. go to that? I'm here to do yeah. voiceover, not learn right. how to. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't want to talk about, you know, the IRS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who does, right? <laughs> right. <Exactly. laughs> so 
we're not giving it you any choice. Like this is what you're here to do and everyone's doing it together. And we really wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, we really wanted everyone somewhat to follow the same track. So because we're very niche, we don't have a bunch of classes happening at the same time. Maybe we've got one or two happening concurrently, but essentially everyone follows that same track together. So there was a couple mm -hmm. of things. There was doing it all together communally, forcing people to talk about business and discuss business and it being in a location where there isn't much happening and it all kind of came together and um we'd done an event together a panel event and it that went really well and so the following year we were like yeah let's try it and that was 2019 and um that was our first in-person event on the upper west side that's cool and then along comes COVID to ruin that. The next yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> great timing. Exactly, perfect. <laughs> so timing. is that is that why you guys went to the to the e version? Yeah, um, yeah, we'd had it all booked in for the September of 2020, and April May time we had to make a decision. We were like, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, are we going to go ahead with this? Like, we obviously you remember, like, no one knew what what was going on, what right. the longevity right, yeah. of this thing was going to peak and then go away, or. So, you know, everyone that had a conference, <clears throat> I felt very sorry for Gerald, um, who had VO Atlanta oh coming gosh, up, and that, yeah. was, that was a yeah. nightmare for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and we had to make a tough choice, like, well, I, I think it's too risky. We can't take people's money for, during this time, and not knowing, obviously, we'd give it back, but, you know, what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. So we, <clears throat> actually, my wife and I were talking about it, and, and she actually came up with the idea of, like, well, you know, the subject matter that you're dealing with <clears throat> is not necessarily location dependent. You know, the, mm. the business yep. content really can be um, absorbed and, you know, worked on collaboratively in a virtual realm. Mm -hmm. And so we pivoted and we were like, well, what are all the things that you do when you go to an in-person conference? You want to meet people. Obviously, you want to learn. You want to connect. And so we tried to think of the various ways we could do that virtually. And we wanted to keep it simple. We did it. We scheduled it all on Zoom. Everyone was Zoom crazy at that time, of course. So everyone knew how right. to use Zoom. Yep. And we wanted to create a sense of community. So we set up a specific Facebook group just for members that was the most buzzing Facebook group, like constant posting, all the, you know, constant interaction. We set up a separate Zoom room throughout the weekend were just for people to hang out in. So we like, well, that's like the sort of conference bar, right? Mm. You can drop in, you can have a, you can be having your lunch and chatting about voiceover. And then we'd go in and we'd do the classes and the panels. And then we had, um, our Friday night party and we had entertainers and we had, quizzes i forget all the things we had on the first year but so we really tried to recreate the live sense of a conference virtually mm. and it was amazing because you know by september 2020 everyone was kind of sort of in out but not really no one was going to anything right everyone was desperate for social stuff right mm -hmm. and it was such a fun event. We were just all sort of sat on our computers, like staring at the screen, but really it was like a social, <laughs> it was a yeah. social event, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was so much fun that we were like, well, I, maybe we'll try it in 2021. And everyone came back and we had more people for that year. And then, so we've been doing it ever since. And we've got another one coming up in 2024 as well. Oh, in September. good. Good, good. So good. It's, it's great because it is so accessible. 
You mm. know, you can be anywhere. You don't have to pay for flights, hotel, eat out, blah, 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 all the other stuff. And a lot that of times that's drive. a big cost as a, if you're yeah. going to go to one of these things. Yeah. So. Right. More yeah. so than the conference ticket. Sometimes. You know, yeah, the, exactly. The cost. Yeah. And even just being away from your studio and taking time off work, like mm. that, that is, has a cost associated with it. You know, with mm. this, you know, you can pause it, you can do an audition, you can come back in. Yeah. All the sessions are recorded. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's my favorite thing that we do. <laughs> I'll be honest, mm -hmm. oh, is really? the virtual conference because it's it's just so accessible. Um, if you have, you know, you're looking after, a, uh, you know, a parent or you've got a disability or, you know, you've got financial issues, you know, mm -hmm. it is achievable for most people. And that's, yeah. that's the fun part. And uh, also, not to waffle on too much, but we have a sort of a, a completely spontaneous community event that, that sort of cropped up. First year... Joe Davis from Voice Actor Websites, he said to us, oh, don't pay me my speaker fee. Just give it to someone for next year. Make it a wow. scholarship for next year, which cool. was really nice. We're like, oh, that's a nice thing to do. And so we told the community about it. And then a few other people said, oh, you know what? I'll pay for someone to go to vocation too. And it started this incredible snowball of people. And every year now, we have coaches, community members, just anyone, demo producers, whoever it is, yeah. they'll come in and say, yeah, I want to buy a ticket for someone. And so we open it up for scholarships and we have the most incredible stories from people who are going through such horrendous times that you'd never know about. Right. And uh, we just have this sort of amazing sort of Santa role of like doling out these free <laughs> scholarships that people That's are paying nice. for. And it's just such a heartwarming, rejuvenating part of the process. So, mm. yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I was a benefactor of one of those last year. And, you know, being new at this, only being full-time a couple of years, you know, you're watching every expense, every penny. I had been to mm -hmm. VO Atlanta. I really wanted to do this. And I thought, I'm going to apply. And if I don't get it, I'm just going to have to come up with the money. But I was fortunate enough to, to get it. Mm. And I really appreciated it. It was it, – and it, and it helped me – organize a lot of things, do a lot of things. I, you know, I ran into things I was not doing correctly. I found some ways to organize my day into time blocks versus worrying about this, this, and this. I can't remember who spoke on that, but it, it dawned on me hard that I don't have to do this between nine and 10 o'clock. I don't have to do this between 10 and 12, that I could move things around and it made me more flexible. And I got to where I was way more productive it's just a great conference. But the live conference this year is a big tropical version event. And uh, it is an all-inclusive thing. How in the world did you guys come up with that? Let's just make it an all-inclusive. We're all coming to this one place. Everything's included. Well, full credit to Karen for coming up with the idea. Um, it was a brilliant idea. Last year, we did it in Cancun. And this year, we're doing it in Costa Rica. Costa Rica, as you may say. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we, that's coming up April 25th to 28th. So in many ways, doing pivoting to the virtual conference gave us a bit of free reign to push the boat out and do something a bit more fancy mm -hmm. because, you know, we don't want to put on events that only the sort of rarefied few can attend. But because we have evocation, which is the virtual version, we we're like, well, Again, like lots of conferences out there doing the same old thing. <laughs> let's let's try offering something different. You know, JMC has, does his retreats, which are fantastic. Right, mm -hmm. they're Euro, um, 
and they are a thing. They are, you know, far fewer people, much more one-on-one time with the coaches. You know, yep. they're great. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, we don't want to compete with that, obviously. JMC is a friend. He's, he's a cool guy. Um, so let's try something else. Well, there aren't any tropical conferences. <laughs> let's try that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, yeah, that was Karin's idea. And we tr- were sort of, I don't know, let's try it. Let's tr- do, do one. And we did one in Cancun last year. And like I say, we've got this one coming up in April in Costa Rica this year. So That's who awesome. who can uh, uh, and I guess first are are there still some open spots available? There are very few. We're actually kind of on the cusp of getting a few more tickets from the ho- uh, a few more rooms from the hotel. Mm. Oh, wow. We are limited by our, our room block. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to reserve a huge chunk of rooms to enable us to afford to actually put the ho- put the conference on. Right. Um, and we're sort of in the final stages of trying to get a few more because you know we were pretty sure we could sell out but you don't want to push push it too far in case you've got sure. rooms right. on your hand right right um so yeah the, we should have by the time this comes out when is this coming out oh this will uh, probably be out a couple in of weeks. two weeks yeah okay. i think it's All two right. weeks so now. there should Maybe. be there should be some rooms by then good um good and uh yeah and what about featured speakers what are some of the things people can expect to leave with this year other than a winter sunburn well, let me pull up the list because I don't want to miss people. Um, yeah, we have, well, our featured speaker is Jennifer Hale. And if you oh, play yeah. video games or know anything about video games, uh, she is the person who, uh, you know, is uh, the one to listen to when it comes to that because her IMDB page is extraordinary. Just <laughs> it's like one chock of the longest. video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, chock, everything. Nice. Um, and we've spoken to Jennifer, of course, planning this and she's such a lovely person as well um if you're into wanting to grow on social media and explode on social media we have stefan johnson joining nice. us. nice yeah, yeah he's great he's the, he's he's the man fun. yeah he oh, yeah. is great um julia bianco shuffling who you know of course literally wrote the book <laughs> on video mm-hmm. game work tim friedlander of course is going to be there right christine Piver kristen piver is going to be there ex-casting of Disney. oh she's yeah she's great yeah, she's really nice. Yeah. Um, Dave Walsh, you're probably oh, wow. familiar with. Yep. You know, the True Tell. Um, mm-hmm. Lisa Ortiz, uh, the crew from um, uh, VA for VO. That's the name. Uh, that I would yeah, get. Yeah, VO yeah. for VO. VA for VO. Right, right. Um, Brid- Bridget yeah. and her group. Bridget yeah, and Lynn Bridget, and all Lynn, them. Lynn, yeah. Miranda. They're, they're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, Erica J is going to be talking about. Oh, you know, she's great really, too. Yeah, blowing up in sort of commercial world, and you know she does a lot of corporate as well, and you know, and she does a ton of stuff. So yeah, we've got a, we've got some other people, but those are the those are the highlights, and nice. um, nice. there it's uh, we it wasn't a difficult sell. Yeah, <laughs> to I get the speakers, it wasn't. Yeah. so we really <laughs> could cherry pick who we wanted. Yeah, and, um, that's good. Isn't that great? So we, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It was a, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, like, have you? Yeah. And probably not what you thought the first year. You know, you probably didn't think it would get to that point. That we'll we'll soon be cherry picking our people. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, first year we were very like, let's make it really New Yorky, because we were we really wanted. You know, we had we flew some people in um, from around the world, actually, from the UK, from wow. LA, but we really leaned into the New Yorkness of it all. Um, yeah. But now we're just like, yeah, we just want the creme de la creme, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're, not cool as, we're not as niche as like 
JMC's thing in terms of the attendees, but we have more speakers and, you know, it's still not a big event. You know, mm-hmm. you still are going to be able to hang out by the pool with these people and chat right. with these people and, you know, you'll have some FaceTime. So, you know, we've sort of found a little sort of happy medium there. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I think people enjoy that. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed the e-conference last year. I want to tell everybody when that comes out, jump on it. Uh, don't have any doubts. And like Jamie said, it, it's he enjoys it probably more than the other, it, you know, as a preference. And, you know, I, I'm kind of that way. I'm I'm OK around people, but. I'm more extroverted online. I come across as this, you know, big talker and blah, blah, blah. But you put me in front of a, you know, walk in the room of a hundred people. I'm the guy that's going to sit in the chair and be quiet. I'm just just not that talkative when I get out like that, but it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough, but I really like, I just like that so many people just kept offering up scholarships and I just almost to to, to a point, I feel like that, particular conference is probably one of the most important ones you should go to if you are mm. getting into v- VO because what people don't realize is that it is a business like you yeah. have to make mm-hmm. it your business and the business aspect is clearly really important so and we, we've talked about like I mean, you have to if you're going to get into VO you have to realize that it is a business and you have to treat it mm-hmm. as such yeah. and if there's a conference that's strictly just focusing on that aspect which I'm guessing most people getting into voiceover really aren't familiar with or did not expect to have to do like myself when I first was getting into it or whatever, that's like the perfect thing to do. And so if you can't afford it, look into the scholarships. If you can't afford it, look into going. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a blessing and a curse that these days you have to do all the business stuff, but it's also all the power is in your control. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Gone are the days where, you know, daddy would pay for you to live in LA and you could go to all the events and just like, you know, meet the agents because you knew this cousin of the blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, now you are in charge of your own career in mm-hmm. many respects. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you know, you don't need an, you don't need an agent, you know, you can make money online, you can find your own clients, you can cultivate your own business. Right. And that is power. It's yep. responsibility and it's mm-hmm. time and effort, but it's power right. in, a, in, in a way that hasn't existed before. Well, when it's and, yours, um, it's like that, you know, like that, yeah. that's the yeah. thing people don't grasp when it's yours. It's like that, like you said, it's power, like that's you, all you, and you yeah. did it, you know? Yeah. And you can be proud of that. Like you <laughs> exactly. can, you know, every, every effort that you put in, you know, it might not feel like it, <laughs> it might feel like you're constantly bashing your head against a wall. Luckily our walls are padded, so that's all right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um, but really, I always used to sort of use this as motivation. I'm like, you know, in a year's time, I'll be happy that I spent this time doing this work now. Right. And it might, you might not get the payoff for that for a year, two, three years, mm-hmm. but you'll be glad that you did it, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, right. um, you know, you're, you're not just waiting for someone to hand you an opportunity and, and just be like, oh, Jamie's the guy I need, you know, like that doesn't really happen so much anymore. Right. And until you really get yourself out there mm-hmm. and have penetrated the industry, which is, you know, a tough task and it's a yes. long process, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, kind of flipping back to the VO school, and I'm sure you probably have talked to and are done consults with a lot of people who want to get into this and they're asking all those questions. Are you seeing a decline right now compared to before? What What are you seeing as we get into 2024 less people 
saying, maybe I should try that, or they're still falling for the crazy Facebook ads of, you know, make a hundred grand your first year, or uh, I'm starting to see gear for sale. I'm starting to see people, I'm frustrated. I can't make this work. I think I'm going to get out. Are you getting a feel for any of that? It's really hard to to get a sense of mm-hmm. <laughs> where where we're at with that. I mean, yeah, there is a, always a certain amount of churn in our industry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know, at least I, as long as I've been doing it, fifteen years, that's always been the case. Mm-hmm. Is it so much more now? Probably yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. A because last year for a lot of people was tough. Oh man, and yeah. you know that sort of sorts the wheat from the chaff mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Um, and B, because there has been a recent uptick in these, like, take my course and earn thousands of dollars a week. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's... Those comes in those come in waves, too. There was yeah. the beard guy a few years ago. There's a couple of other guys now <laughs> coming back. Like, there's, like, there's always yeah, someone. The there's always... Beard. Yeah, 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 there's always yeah. someone trying to make take money out of people's stuff. It's a out different of this beard, not this beard. Yeah, it's not yeah. <laughs> and you know, I always wonder if maybe they were doing okay for a year or so, and then their their actual work slowed down, and they go, "Well, maybe I should start doing this to try to make up some money." Mm-hmm. And I wonder if well, that yeah. happens. I, I guess it yeah. does. You know, I don't, I love a good coach who's active and in, in the business. That's what I always look for. Give me. You know, the people that are doing that stuff, you know, Mark Ryder has, I've worked with him for a year and a half or so. Yeah, Mark's and great. Mark's just been fantastic. And, and, and then I look on the other side of people I've worked with and then people further back when I first started, I'm like, you know, they were probably crooks and I probably shouldn't have been working with one or two of those. Well, there's, they, there's, there's a couple of layers of this, like, <clears throat> excuse me, when you start out and you're early on and you need the money and you've done a few gigs. I guess there's a temptation to go, oh, well, maybe I can, I've got, a, I've got some knowledge under my belt. Maybe I can sort of sell that. Mm-hmm. Um, then mm-hmm. there's a sort of middle period where if you're successful, you're working. You're mm-hmm. working, 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 and you're trying to get more work and trying to go up the ladder. Yeah. Then you get to a level where a lot of stuff is in place. You're getting opportunities from all the connections that you forged. You're, you're rostered with some great agents. Your website's really killing it. And work is coming to you and you're delivering the work and you start to get some time back Mm -hmm. in your career. Mm -hmm. And that is often when people are like, you know, for me, I've always taught, like I used to teach the drums and I loved it. And it was like a passion, you know, it was something Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. And I don't really advertise that I teach, but I do every now and again. And I let people just kind of find me and and come to me whenever they Mm -hmm. feel like it. Mm and it's kind of a fulfilling, enjoyable thing, particularly when you can sort of see someone develop and grow and have a right. career of their own. It's mm-hmm. quite fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And there's that sense, I think, when you've done it to go, yeah, I've got something to share. Like I've got something of value. Yeah. You know, I don't right. want to just keep it for right. myself, particularly right. in an industry where there isn't really competition, especially for me being a niche voice. You know, if if you're right for the role, you'll get the gig. If, if your student's right for the role, they'll get the gig. Like it really... It, it, there is no such thing as competition right. unless you've really got a voice match similar to someone else. So, you know, it depends where the coach is in their career and what their motivation is for doing it. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah, good, very good point. Because I think people at different levels have something to offer 
other different levels. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. someone that's been in this three or four years and they've got some decent success, they probably can say, don't make these mistakes. They can at least advise people, counsel people on that. It may not be coaching, but they can counsel or advise, don't do this. I did this and, and this will screw your career up. And it took me six months to recover. And there's things like that. And then, as you said, as they get more into the business and they're successful, and I'll never forget this. I had last year, I had somebody say, um, um, they were talking about a coach they'd worked with and they said they got upset at them because they were, they had held a workshop for new people and the coach got upset at them and said, why are you doing that? You know, I, I don't know if I can coach you anymore. I don't coach coaches. And he said, well, I'm not a coach. You know, I'm not trying to coach people. I'm just trying to help some people get to a point. And they asked him, they said, you had to learn from somebody, didn't you? You know, and I said, yeah, that's a good point. But you want to be at a certain point if you're advertising yourself as a coach. You better be successful. You better be doing the right things. I know well, if you're doing these <laughs> consults, it's one thing. But If you've got something and you want to just help people, you don't have to charge them. Yeah. You, can, you can post it online. You can yep. start yep. a podcast. You 100%. can reply. Yes. I mean, I've done that a thousand times. People, I'm not yep. inviting this because it's really annoying, but millions of people email me with questions and I'll reply. I'll sit down. Over the course of my career, <laughs> I don't know how many emails I've written, are, are replying to their questions, sitting down, and then half the time I'll never even get a response. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, if you, if you quote unquote just want to help people, you don't have to charge money for that. Exactly. <laughs> so, right. yeah. you know, it gets to a point, like it got to a point with me, particularly when I had the VO School podcast where people were like, oh, can I just hop on Zoom with you? Can I just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, my, yeah. I can't, my time has value. <laughs> like, yes. I'm going to, yes. right. Absolutely. rather than just, you know, because when you, a five minute on Zoom doesn't end up being a five minute on Zoom. It's usually Never. 15, 20 minutes, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the rubber meets the road at some point. You're like, well, yeah. <clears throat> I've got to actually, you know, make make this work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think when it gets to a point you're getting so many inquiries and you're trying to do so much of that then you, you maybe you do need to start charging yeah you know it gets to that point and it's a way with podcasts facebook groups whatever people and I, I i did a podcast on this a while back it's probably been over a year where i said please have respect for people in the industry don't message them after you know business hours don't message them all weekend and expect a reply they're people too they have families they have lives please don't do that because it's totally disrespectful they'll be glad to help you when they have a minute but don't don't do that you know it's just rude you know every time you connect with another person in the industry it is a potential network to connect Mm -hmm. network connection too right so if they do respond just a quick note saying, oh, I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. I, I mm-hmm. know that's, that's great advice. Just a simple note like that yeah. <laughs> would be enough. Right. Um, and I'm not, I know I'm moaning here, but the amount of times I've, I've sent something off and I've literally sat down for half an hour and really racked my brain to think about the answer and nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Right. I'm like, Some people don't just don't want to lot, hear it. But, you know what I mean? Well, like, little etiquette right. would be nice. The answer you give yeah. is like, oh, well, that's yeah. that's too complicated. I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, like, I think, yeah, I think that's probably where I'm going wrong. I'm a bit blunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's not even that. I mean, like, I don't even. I mean, I I don't know the topic of every email that you've sent out or whatever. But I mean, like, for instance, I've had friends that you know watch me, you know, via social media get into voice acting and then like see me start booking stuff and they're like that's really cool and they message me privately you know i've always kind of thought about doing this what kind of things did you do and then i i don't 
I tell them the truth. Like I was like, well, I, I didn't book for a while, but I had to do this. I had to get this equipment, you know, I mean, like it's not the best, but you know, I'm planning to work my way up and I tell them everything and I don't hear anything back. And I, in my yeah. head, I see, I, I figure they read that and they go, well, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <And> so <laughs> yeah. they just, they want, you know, it's yeah. the drive through mentality. <laughs> right. They, they yeah. Out, they want to pull up and order a voiceover career and go the next one. And there it is. Yeah. It's the attraction it. to these people that are selling courses that make yeah. it sound mm-hmm. really easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and Which, that's that's yeah. morally like abhorrent in my mind. Of it, course. You're taking money from someone, you're selling you're selling them a lie. And yeah. yep. that's why I started the VA School podcast, because there was a couple of people out there just doing that. And I was just like, I'm gonna undermine all of you by yep. putting this out for free. <laughs> I love that. And, I love uh, that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right. Uh let's talk a little bit about uh family time, because I know um you know, I know you've got all that going on. I, I saw that you I know you've got a family. Uh, going back, going back to the UK here before too. Oh long. yeah, yeah. Um, um, outside of that trip coming up, and I want you to talk a little more about that because I'm sure you know you go back after ten years, things are going to be look different, feel different. But uh, just local fun things to do. What does Jamie do when he's not in the booth and and he wants to get out for enjoyment? And I know you're doing production. I know you've got the musical background, but what do you go out to do just to forget things? Honestly, not a ton. (laughs) So much going on. I mean, in many respects, you know, what I do, you know, like with this job, like it's fulfilling and it's a job like there, there, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, and it's, but it's also all encompassing in many respects. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So really what I do outside of that is to switch off. Like we live in a nice area. We're in Bucks County. So there's lots of places to go and go for walks, see nature and, you know, enjoy yeah. the, the, the outside. And that's what, you know, my wife and I like more than anything. And, um, yeah, I've got. I'm going back to England because my sister is getting married. So that's that uh-huh. was the motivation for that. And nice. um, I haven't been back to England in yeah, coming up on ten years. So wow, it's going to be uh, interesting. Lots of ch- lots of change. It was in Europe, in the EU, but when I left, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. That's, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yep. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see if that's affected things. <laughs> yeah, so I, I always wonder. And the you queen know, course, was still alive. That's true. <laughs> no, wow, yeah. Well, it, yeah. you know, even even here, I've lived in a few different areas of the country. I, and when I go back to when I go to Vo Atlanta, when we lived in Atlanta when I was like eight, I don't know, seven to age eleven or whatever it was, and I loved it down there because we we went to a lot of. Uh, baseball games. My dad's company had season tickets, and I, it was a good part of growing up. But when I go down there, I don't ever have a desire. Well, I'd, boy, I'd sure love to move back here, but I wonder how if it'll be a pull on you when you go back. I remember when I would go back more frequently when I was in New York. I missed the the nature and the space and the fresh air because I was in the city. Mm-hmm. Now I have that. Ah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to be quite as appealing <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. i've made yeah. my you know i'm not dissing the uk i do i do enjoy it and there's lots sure. of parts of it you know friends and family that are there and everything mm-hmm. but i very much focus my life here and i don't mm-hmm. see myself ever moving back um it's just you know i like being special here <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> yeah there you are i'm joking I'm there joking. you are um i wouldn't man not with the way you talk. i'd be a heck yeah i like being special right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i just feel like it's wonderful and here you know yeah. here's this wonderful uh accent and then here i am butchering <laughs> the english language 
Oh, come every on. day. No. It's, it's just <laughs> great. It feels that way some days, no, but it's fun. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me hey, ask you um, this. Yeah. Go, Jake. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, since you are going back, I imagine you'll probably, it won't be, it'll, will this trip probably be a little bit longer than a normal trip you would take? Or are you going to be there for a couple of days or maybe two oh, weeks? Oh, no, we're going for a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah, good, good. We're, we're going to see a few things. Is there any one thing that you're like, okay, since we're going to go back, I have to get this food or I have to go see this thing or I have to, what's like the one <laughs> thing that you, outside of going to your sister's wedding that you're like, when we go there, I have to do this. Is there anything like that? Do you know what? I have discovered the wonders of finding things on Amazon that I never thought I could get in this country. <laughs> okay. You know, weird little like like uh, candies and like I made sausage rolls the other day, which are like pigs in blankets. Over, right. Like it's a similar-ish thing. Um, and so most things I've now been able to get. So, you know, there there are there aren't many things that I now crave, but there are a few, you know, like um Someone made the comment that I'm going to spend a lot of time in M&S, which if anyone's from the UK knows knows what that is. That's a chain of very fancy kind of sort of a supermarket. Mm. It's got a great food hall, like, mm-hmm. um, and it's a sort of an institution. There's not there's no equivalent really over here. I guess oh. maybe like Wegmans or something is sort of similarish. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, little things like that, and there's some. Um, there's places I want to go, people I want to see. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's mainly the people more than anything. You know, lifestyle yeah. isn't vastly different from our current lifestyle. Everything's mm-hmm. homogenized a little bit over, you know, with the internet and with our media and everything like that. So it's not so different. Apart from yeah. the fact that I'm not special when I go over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's, that's just hilarious. so funny. That yeah. is so funny. Well, I know you're gonna enjoy it and have yeah, a great for time. Sure. That'll be fun. We yeah. are, uh, we've really enjoyed having you and promoting vocation and, and learning yeah. a little more about you. But I, I, I want it. to do one thing before mm. we go. I want to test your knowledge of Nashville. And oh, this will be an easy one. It'll be an easy one. Okay. So here's Do you have any connection challenge. to Nashville that I'm missing? No. Oh, okay. So this <laughs> well, is yeah. interesting. Got, All right. He's, like, he's, got, <laughs> he's got me now, so he's good. Yeah. Hey, after this, right. let's test your about Montana too. So let's yeah. see what you know. About no, 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 this, this is a good one. I think he'll, I think he'll get this one. I'm just, oh just want to see where this goes. All right. Okay. You are, you are in Nashville. You're downtown. Country music is blaring out of these bars and you hear this voice you recognize coming out onto the street, singing a song. What country song is Karen Guilfrey singing? Any song you'd like to pick. Any country song. Any country song. For Karen? For Karen. Because I know Uh, she can sing. She's got that classically trained voice, but let's hear her belt out. Something Johnny Cash, maybe. Oh, that (laughs) would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Folsom Prison Blues. That'd be great. Yeah, there we go. That would be great. Yeah. But uh, real fire. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I, I had in the back of my mind, he's going to he's going to say, stand by your man. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We're OK with that. Uh, this, Tammy uh, Wynette. Yeah. Tammy Wynette. See there. I knew he knew. I knew he had some of that uh, some of that knowledge. Got the music trivia. <laughs> Alden, anything before we go? I know you got to have something. Oh, that's great. Well, no, I, I was thinking earlier, uh, you talked about the the blessing and curse of being in charge of our business. And mm-hmm. you talked about the blessing of being in control. I think the curse is what Jake was hitting on. Uh, the blessing is it's all up to you and you get to make the decisions. The curse is all also it's all up to you. 
and you yeah. have to make yeah. the decisions. Yeah. If you yeah. fail, so everyone we, just points their yeah. fingers right I, I at you. Think, yeah. I don't, I, and I do believe, and, I, and why I think that is such an important conference, especially even if you can go to the e-conference, it doesn't matter, and, and I know in voice over there, I always say, it's not about your voice. It's not about your voice. Well, you know what? I disagree with that to a point because it is how many extent. times have you went to a session and they said, boy, that was the best read we'd ever heard. They always say, we love your voice. Almost yeah, every sure. time I've went into a session, <laughs> yeah. we love your voice. They love a what you did with it, and there. I get that. Yeah. But the thing is, that will only take you so far. If you screw up the billing and you screw up your follow-up and you don't do the right things on the business side and manage your business correctly, I don't care how great your voice is and how great your performance is. You're going to flop in this business. It mm -hmm. will bite you. They will not hire you a second time or a third time. Well, I, so, I use this analogy that having a great voice is the equivalent of like a soccer player being able to kick a ball really hard. Mm -hmm. Like you can kick it really hard. Okay. That's a good skill to have as a soccer player, but there's all the other stuff you need to do as well yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. successful, you know, yeah, in the yeah. premier league or something. So, you know, it's great to have like, obviously better than not having it. Um, but even when you go to a session and they're like, I love your voice. Do they, is it just the character of the voice they love? Or is it that that actor is really connected with the copy is relaxed exactly, behind yeah, yeah. the mic, mm -hmm. delivering something that feels so authentic and real. Yeah. Like exactly like what, what yeah. it, you, maybe they've articulated it in that way. I love your voice, but there's, there's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But you can have the great acting percent. chops and be terrible at the business and you're, you're going to fail. Yeah, right. I think, I so, think I th so I think that's why this conference is such a big one that people need to consider is yeah. because you may feel like you have the acting chops and you and probably do. But if you don't have what it takes or understand the business side of it, you know, you're going to end up selling your gear, like Troy said. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, what first. people what people see and what people present are the is the one percent of the time you're behind the mic. Maybe you're working on yeah. a commercial that you yeah. can share with your peer group. That's a tiny, tiny fraction of what you're actually oh, yeah. doing Important. Each and every day. Yeah. <laughs> Important. Right. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's it's just not really it's almost irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. because mm -hmm. all the other stuff is what got you the gig. You know, you had to go through fifty seven auditions to get to that yeah. one audition that where you booked the gig. But those fifty seven had to happen, right? Yeah. And right. you had to get to the point where you were receiving 57 auditions and delivering 57 good auditions in a good studio and having made mm -hmm. connections with all the right people. And, you know, you trace it back and back and back. And then there's like, for that one gig, you're talking thousands and thousands of yep. hours of work yeah. really yep. that got you there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good all point. Right, That's why thing. they don't respond to the email. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Not particularly right. attractive answer. Yeah. yeah. Last thing before we go, if you had to, if we had a new listener listening right now and they're kind of on the fence about getting into voiceover, what's the top one or two things, if you can't narrow it down, what's the top one or two things you would say to that person, like how they should start? Immerse yourself in learning about the industry. Nice. Read books, listen to podcasts, go online and connect with voiceover people in communities and just be a learning sponge. Right. You're not going to be able to jump in and just start swimming straight away. <clears throat> yeah. Spend the time to really absorb everything. And maybe in that time, you'll figure out, eh, it's not really for me. Yeah. Or after a couple of weeks, three weeks, a month, six months, you might be like, no, I'm still really into this. Like, I still really want to do it. Um, 
that's a good sign that maybe you should do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. because there is, you know, I've seen, I've heard instances of people who they want to get into voiceover. So they buy a booth, they get a 416, they, you know, they spend all this money. And then they're like, you know, it's the equivalent of going to college and taking a course in marine biology and coming out with a $200,000 worth of student loans. Uh, student loans. And, mm. and now you're like, well, I'm still at square one. Like I'm still at the beginning. Yeah, I've yeah. got some knowledge, but yeah. you've got this big burden over you. Like mm -hmm. go in and go in as a student <laughs> in a good way and absorb this information and learn and keep that enthusiasm for yes. as long as you can, because that is going to sustain you mm -hmm. when you do all these auditions and you keep getting knocked back or just ignored or whatever it is, because it is, it is tough like that that mm -hmm. that is that is a challenge to overcome um but if you put additional weight of expectation like you've dropped a ton of money on a credit card and now you got the you know the repayment to worry about and the interest yep. um that's an extra layer of stress that you don't need so yeah. learn 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 i would say Great advice. Amazing. Great advice. Jamie, thanks for all you do for the community, for the yes, conferences, indeed. your yes, availability in the Facebook yes. groups. Uh, thanks for sharing about your family and your trip. And thanks for knowing something about country music. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> never knew. I would, well, did not know so where you were going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, no, no. we all, we all three want to wish you continued uh, voiceover success. And, oh, yeah. and feel free to join us anytime. We really enjoyed having you. Thanks a oh, lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time. <laughs>